Welcome to the Young, Fun, and Sober podcast. I am your host, Blazik, aka Sober Guy Journal. And I'm Julia, also known as That One Sober Friend on TikTok. Knowing what I know now, I wouldn't change anything except to feel more emotionally slow down. Life's a merry go round. Things ain't merry when you're going through the motions, fulfillment, lies, and emotions. So why go through life unavailable? You're unavailable. Okay. Like, I don't know what is going on with me. I just feel like I need to rip someone's head off. Oh, shit. Uh, and here I am. What about you? What energy are you bringing today? Uh, <laughs> Maybe not as aggressive as what I have going yeah, on? Yeah, it's, it's not an aggressive energy. It's just like, a, I'm ready for tomorrow. Okay, you're ready for today to be done. Yeah. We're done with today. Yeah. I missed the gym this morning. Yeah. Because I turned the alarm off. (laughs) (laughs) I've never, never in my life have I been like, oh, my alarm didn't go off. Like, I don't know if I believe that excuse. My alarm didn't go off. Like, what? Yeah, it's like, okay, maybe you were the (laughs) one to turn it off. And that's why you weren't hearing it anymore. It's the craziest thing ever. Like my alarm didn't go <laughs> Which like granted, okay, that has happened to me once. Oh, um, here we go. When I was in college, because where I live, as everyone knows, Chicago is in its time zone, central time zone. Just a short drive away to Indianapolis, where I went to college, is Eastern. It is a different time zone. So my phone did not calculate, didn't compute that I was back on Eastern time. And so my alarm didn't go off because in my phone's eyes, it wasn't seven o'clock yet. Yeah, that's one of the rare times I will accept that answer. So I woke up when class was beginning (laughs) and I was the first person presenting that day. Oh, shit. You were presenting? <laughs> yeah. So I had to sprint across campus. Um, Very not like Julia, but that, you know. Yeah. It's only happened once. It's only happened That's once. That's a bad look, sprinting across campus. Oh, yeah. People then were telling me, like, <laughs> later that day slash later that week, like, yeah, I saw you <laughs> running across campus Monday <laughs> morning. And I was like, just let me live, please. That's an embarrassing, like, yeah, because, like. Everyone's just, something's going wrong in their day, you know? Yeah, and the the one person made a comment like, yeah, and I noticed your face was really red. I was like, thank you. (laughs) Keep going, please. Tell me me more about me running across (laughs) campus. Oh, God, college. Why do you have a rip head off energy? I don't know, but I have a theory. (laughs) I guess we can explore the theory you can let me know if it doesn't make any sense we got to talk about something for 40 we got to talk about something so let's talk (laughs) about this so i think the problem is i as you guys know and blazik you know i've been doing a lot of traveling recently right going back and forth from europe and then this upcoming weekend on saturday i leave for canada i'm going to canada with my mom and we're going to do some hiking and whatnot and that's going to be great Um, and then come October, I'm spending the whole month in Miami and I don't know what it is. It's just like all of my like go-to distractions are just like not doing it for me 
here in like my, I'm living at home. Distraction in what way? Like typically if I'm like feeling, um, just like uncomfortable, it's because like, I need to go to the gym. I need to do something like a creative outlet. I need to paint. I need to read. Like I need to do something to kind of get me in a better headspace. Mm -hmm. And it's like getting to a point where those things are not working anymore. And I feel like it's because I'm just like, I'm getting these like little tastes of freedom. And then it's like, I'm back to my life here in my hometown. And I'm just like, it's like, I'm just starting to like itch at my skin and I'm, I'm needing change. And it's like, I have to be patient and I have to wait for it to be the right time. But Mm -hmm. I'm just. Have you heard about musical artists that like can't handle the real world because they get so much dopamine and adrenaline when they do shows that when they are in normal life, they're just like so fucking bored. And they're like, I wonder if that's happening in a way like you're, you're going to Europe and you're going like you you have been traveling a lot lately. Mm-hmm. I wonder if just painting is not doing it. Right. And like, I went to a concert on Saturday and I did feel better like in that setting, but it was because I was surrounded by 20,000 people. Yeah. And we were all like screaming, like it was the offspring. I don't know if you're familiar mm. with that band. You definitely know the openers, Simple Plan and Sum 41. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. They were so the it's openers. like, that was like, you know, we're all screaming the same lyrics, me and the rest of the crowd. You love so your, good. you love a throwback rock band. I do. I do love <laughs> some pop punk for sure. Um, So yeah, I've just been feeling uncomfortable where I'm at. And it's like feeding into like, I don't like, I I feel so bad when it comes to like my work situation. Cause I just like, I have no patience and I, that's like a requirement of my job. Is to, Are you on customer success side? I'm like basically in like the corporate training department of my. Oh, I'm just realizing we have no clue what each other do for work. You're in sales, no? Yeah, yeah, I guess. But like. You're in like tech sales. Yeah. Okay. So you just don't know what I do. (laughs) It sounds way better the other way. (laughs) So like my big software company, right? It's okay. My, the blanket term that I would use is insurance. That would be the blanket term. Okay. But then my specific like part is like, we manage claims where we, we have people call in, file a claim, manage claims. That's like my entry level position when I started years and years Mm -hmm. ago at this company. But now I've transitioned into a role as of the beginning of this year, where like, I'm kind of like the right hand man of a lot of the supervisors that we have. So I help out with like supervisor responsibilities. But then in addition to that, and what takes up actually majority of my work day is I help the new hires go from like training to like being on the floor. That's patience. Oh my God. It it really is. And I love them. I love them so much. They are so bright and so excited and eager to do their job the right way. It's just like, you know, 
they can't help that I'm in this season of my life where I like, I'm living at home again at 28. And like, I'm just like needing to experience more. And that's why I'm doing Canada and Miami, you know, like I'm honoring the fact that I need these experiences and I'm about to do them. It's just like this week, it's really hitting me of like, I got to get out. I got to start living life. That's a good observation. Like it's not their fault that I'm in this season of life. Not at all. Mm-mm. I I started feeling that at my last job towards the end, it was just like, this isn't my vibe anymore. And it's like, I'm not picking up a phone to cold call anybody. Like I'm not doing it. And then right. my first day at my new job, I'm just like hammering the phones, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. it's, it's like, the, I don't know the energies. Sometimes you just need new energy. So that, that's what I'm getting right now. It's like, you're up, you're like in new energy right now. Yeah. And I keep getting like little blips of it and then it gets like taken away from me. And I just like, And granted that needs to happen because I want to make sure like I'm financially in a good spot before I make any changes. And I want to make sure that, you know, I'm still me. I'm still a type A person. I still need to plan whenever I'm about, I can't, I'm not a super impulsive person. Mm -hmm. Maybe I used to be, but not as much anymore. So it's like, I want these new experiences. I just like, I have to do them the right way. And this is the like, uh limbo that I'm like stuck in of you just need to wait a little bit longer and I'm like I don't want to yeah and then I it's just like, want to go and once you feel like you're on the way out of something oh game yeah over for me at least if I know I'm I'm not one of those people unfortunately that can just really finish something strong if I know mm-hmm. I'm but I'm an all-in kind of guy so right it's tough. Well, it's almost like for you, I feel like your mind has made up its decision of like this next chapter is starting. Yeah. So the previous chapter doesn't really matter as yeah. much anymore. I know that's not like the best trait to have, but <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely that way. So I totally get it. I mean, honestly, thinking about it, I'd rather you be that way than being too afraid to start anything new at all. <laughs> yeah. That's true. I've never been, I've, you said you're not impulsive. I'm impulsive as fuck. Like that's always been <laughs> I my, I feel like you are. Yeah. I've moved states within like days. Oh my God. I could not, I could not. It's so easy. I respect it, but I could not do it. Once you do it once, you're just like, oh, I just have to go to the leasing office. Oh, and, I could see that. Then I'm just free. What? <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. You just pay two months rent. It's really like not that big of a deal. Yeah. Well, I've been like to kind of um, help get me excited for like these upcoming things. I've been like looking into like the gym that I'm going to join for the month uh-huh. that I'm in Miami. And I'm like been in contact with this guy and I'm like, I'm excited to get back into CrossFit and not injure my shoulder because I'm going to make it very clear <laughs> that I can... Only do so many overhead lifts. Yeah. I do not want to fuck up my shoulder again. You're doing a CrossFit Um, gym down there. What was that? You're going to do a CrossFit gym down there. Well, it's just like, I don't know how familiar, unfamiliar the listeners are with Miami. It's a very car centric city. Like you need a car and I'm not going to have one. So I need to be really smart with, I will have one when I have visitors, like I'm going to rent a car, but I'm not going to have it the entire time. So I need to be really smart with like the 
grocery store that I pick out yeah. and the gym that I'm going to pick out and stuff like that. And I found this gym that's um, four minute drive, like 11 minute walk from the Airbnb that I'm staying at. So that should work out good. And um, it is a CrossFit gym, which is fine. Cause I'm like, I don't know. I feel like I do want to get back into that. I just need to be like, I just, I just need to be smart and I need to not hurt myself. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I did the last time. And then I've also been looking into like, which this is going to be very easy, but like Spanish speaking meetups. Oh yeah, um, they're everywhere there, huh? Yeah, in that area. So that should be cool. I'm just like trying to set myself up for success of like, I'm- That's a good idea. Yeah. I'm I'm going and I know that I have a friend that lives there, mm-hmm. Um, but I, it's just the one, the one guy that I know. I don't know anybody else. And so I wanted to make sure that I'm, you know- going to be making friends are you going <laughs> to try and do any sober stuff i i want to yeah yeah i do i need to that should be like next on my list of like because i'm sure that there are probably now starting to be like events rolling out for the month of october now that we're yeah. like almost into september so i can do some research on that yeah that'll be fun mm-hmm. heck yeah <sighs> what do we want to talk about today um are you looking I have at topics things? you do I do I mean like I've just I just wrote down things that have happened in the past oh, okay. week we've kind of already hit some of them wanting to rip people's head off was like the first thing do you so bring we notes every that. week what was that do you bring notes every week I don't I just did today I was, I was just looking down. I was like, is she just acting like she's looking at notes <laughs> no I actually have a little notebook here with my Oh hell yeah! I'm gonna let you I drive. I wanted to man. go over. Um. Okay. Cool. So we went over me feeling basically anxious where I'm at and having no choice but to be patient for my next upcoming endeavors. Um. I did want to mention that yesterday I guest spoke on another podcast. Nice. Um. My friend Shelly has a podcast that's called, I believe it's called Single to Soulmates. It's like a dating centric so so it's not a sobriety podcast so she is sober I met her through um steady Sundays which is like an online sober community those are the meetings that I used to attend um my friend Steph runs it and she's awesome so that's how Shelly and I connected um and yeah so she started this podcast that's you know about kind of just like current day dating culture and how just exploring conversations about like maybe why you aren't getting, you know, the type of relationship that you're seeking out mm-hmm. of the current, you know, climate of dating. And of course, she wanted me to come on to talk about like from a sober perspective, yeah. a sober lens into, you know, being a 20 year old and how you navigate those types of like social situations. And so, it was funny. She asked me like this one question about like, do you have any specific like cringy dating slash alcohol related situations? And I was like, this is so sad that it's like, it's not even just one time that this has happened, but it's just like, this was, (laughs) this was what happened for, you know, years of my life. You're like, how much time do you have? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) 
but I, it's like, I can't even think of the, the situation I was primarily bringing up was just like how first dates were like always, always, always going to get drinks. That's like the first thing. If it wasn't, I wasn't going. Right. Right. And like how we, then we actually like segued for like a second about how like lazy that is for both parties to just be okay with that just like going to get a drink every single time us just thinking like that's the person really putting in effort and it's like right not really not a great sign from the get-go but whatever I was letting it happen and I was interested in just getting drinks um so that was the first thing I just thought that was like completely normal as many people do. And then like she brought up a point of like, she was like, it's so funny that like, I remember having these memories of like within the first like 15 to 20 minutes being like, I don't know if I vibe with this person, but I'm going to keep drinking until I do. Oh God. (laughs) I don't know if I ever, I remember having the thought I'm gonna vibe until I put up with this or so I can put up with this person (laughs) yeah I guess it's kind of the same yeah kind of the same mentality oh you're putting a pit in my stomach well we these are things (laughs) we have to talk about we have to talk about it um so yeah so just like not listening to my intuition from the get-go like that just was I didn't think that was a red flag at all. I thought it yeah. was just like, I'm just trying to avoid awkwardness at all costs. So yeah. if that means me getting another drink for me to, you know. The fear feel- of awkwardness in dating, like, is just so silly. Like, yeah, it's going to be awkward. You're meeting a stranger. <laughs> That's exactly what we said. We were like, <laughs> that situation, just like textbook, you writing it down, meeting a new person for this for the first time, in the hopes of maybe like having an intimate connection with them. Yeah. That is going to be awkward, of course. Like there to vet each other out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like to see if they're good enough for you. <laughs> like, Well, honestly, I was mostly going into those situations really being afraid of being liked. Oh, like I, I used to date that way as well. Yeah. And I think that's what contributed to me wanting alcohol to be involved because I thought alcohol was giving me this like um, ability to be a little bit more talkative than I usually am and to Mm -hmm. be a little coming off as a little bit more confident than I usually am. But it's like now I'm realizing, you know, I don't need to be the most confident person, most outgoing, most talkative person in the first 15 minutes of me meeting a stranger. Right. If it's my most authentic natural reaction to be a little bit guarded why am I not just respecting that part of me yeah I mean I could I could literally talk about sober dating versus drunk dating for hours but that's what we talked about pretty much for over an hour yesterday so like um plugging Shelly's podcast I don't know when the episode is dropping but I'm sure it's soon probably within the next two weeks I would say um so yeah, I think that was like the biggest shift that I've had like since I stopped drinking, which when I stopped drinking, as you guys know, like I was in a relationship, that relationship ended at the very beginning of this year. It's now like 
almost September. So there's been, you know, some time has passed from then, but I would just say like the biggest way that I've shifted my perspective on like relationships is back when I was drinking, that's what my focus was. I just wanted to be liked. I just wanted to be accepted and wanted versus like now when it comes to not only just relationships, but also friendships. And I'm sure many other avenues and aspects of my life is like, is this a good fit for me? Is this what I need? Is this relationship going to give me what I want? It's more that perspective versus like the opposite. Right. No, that's always the advice I give anyone when it comes to dating is like, don't go because, you know, you'll talk to someone, maybe like they're fresh out of a relationship, they're starting to date again. And then you'll be like, oh, how'd the date go? You're like, they're like, oh, I don't know if, I don't know if like they liked me or whatever. It's like, yo, mm. I'd not ask that. <laughs> that is right. Not, like for that to be the first thought is not exactly the healthy, like the healthiest way to approach dating. It's, it's really just about, you know, how did they make you feel? Like, right. Did you, yeah. Did you feel comfortable with them? And I, I've recently had a huge shift on not chasing chemistry either. Like, obviously you want to be attracted to the person that you're, you're dating, but like chemistry could, could very easily just be like the excitement of visiting old trauma or, you mm. know, like I'm, I'm much more seeking like compatibility versus okay. chemistry because chemistry could be with really anyone, you know? true as as far as like chemistry could be misleading for sure yeah Mm -hmm. I mean and chemistry almost always fades that's where you see the the six-month relationship you know chemistry will fade but like can you guys be compatible you know that's that's like what I really look for as I date now Mm -hmm. it's like could I see if like would would life when I'm 50 be easy <laughs> with this person, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but when I was drinking, I was just like, like all I wanted was chemistry. That, right. that night, I wanted the date to go literally as long as it could go. Right. First night. Yeah. I wanted to run to 5 a.m. Like, because mm-hmm. it was so exciting and electric. Right. Yeah. Until it wasn't. Until it wasn't. Until it wasn't. Yeah, yeah. And that's, I don't know. I feel like it's not necessarily like anyone's fault. It's just like we're taught to calm the nerves with drinking. And it's like, I'm just hoping that us as a generation slash the the generations like younger than us are kind of starting to open our eyes of like, in a sense, a first date is sort of like an interview. And I know that's like a weird way to look at it. It's like but a screen. It's a screen. Yeah. Yeah. It's you're screening the person and you're seeing like exactly what you're just saying. The compatibility. Yes. Also the chemistry aspect, but it's like we take that chemistry thing and we run with it like way too far. Yes. And the alcohol makes us skip those steps. Like of identifying if the compatibility is even there. And what I hated the most about this habit that I got into was I would see somebody for like a couple of weeks, maybe a couple of months. And it took me that long to realize like, I don't vibe with this person. Like I thought that I did. And it was also, it was always like, 
we were getting to know our drunk selves really fast. And then we were getting to know our sober selves much later. Yeah. And I just know, like, you know, I wouldn't ever go about dating that way ever again. Yeah. Like I get the appeal of it, you know, especially when you're younger, like the excitement and the, Oh, anything could happen tonight. Like, but as you look, it's almost like anything when it comes to like alcohol, when you're looking at the big picture, what you really want, it's not going to fit into that like formula. Now, if you're looking for a fun, exciting night, like I see how that fits into that formula. Yep. But But that's not what I was looking for. uh, And I was setting myself up to fail time and time again. It's like, I don't, I was looking for so long, like in my early twenties, like I wasn't understanding, like, why am I only coming across these guys that like, aren't looking for something serious? And I am, Mm -hmm. and I always have been. And then, oh my God, this was like the worst thing. Then I would convince myself that that was something that I was okay with knowing damn well, that is not the way. Uh, You'd be like, I can be like, I can be cool. I can be chill. I can be casual. Girl, no, you, you can't. You can go on a date with another woman. <laughs> yeah, I would try to convince myself that that would even be remotely okay in Julia's eyes. Absolutely not. That That's is a 38 not. call situation right there. That is, that is how I ended up in some certain situations. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie, Julia, I, from, from the stories that you've told me about younger Julia, (laughs) I do not see that situation going great. If you're dating or you're casually seeing somebody and you find out they're with another woman that night, I don't see that going super, super. I feel like that would have upset young Julia, maybe. Yeah. Maybe I would have been a little upset about that. Yeah. So, (laughs) so like, not only am I accepting things that I, you know, in a clear, sober mindset would not accept. I'm also like, I, I kept looking for something different in the same places. It was like, I wanted, I wanted the real and I wanted the, um, the steady and I wanted the commitment. And I was looking in environments that do not radiate steady do not radiate committed I want a good man and damn it I'm gonna find him at 2 a.m at Teddy's (laughs) exactly like what what was I thinking I wasn't thinking that was the main issue but um, yeah that was like a huge topic that we talked about yesterday it's like I feel like a lot of people are not understanding why they're stuck on this like we talk about the hamster wheel in other aspects, but a lot of the time in dating, I feel like people also feel like they're stuck on this hamster wheel of just like first dates and like flings and talking situationships. And it's just constantly not working time after time. And it's like, well, what, this is going to sound scary, but like, what if we tried a sober first date? What if we tried a date that is you going to like bouldering or a pottery class or learning something new or having it just not be a bar or a restaurant if you want different why don't you try something different but then that like freaks people out and they don't want to even try it I mean yeah like you got to switch it up and it is like it's also a tough dating world out there right now um 
the thing I got to do different is just not be on the apps. Cause like the apps create such a toxic, like if you're, if you're meeting people on the apps, you just have to know that they have a hundred other people on the queue. You know what I mean? Like, and that's, I haven't been not... on the app since like 2018. So I'm curious if like, did, does it give you the option to like, say the type of relationship that you're looking for? I mean, it's like, or do an, people lie? It like, it's there. People lie, it, don't they? <laughs> I wouldn't say it's like the biggest, like thing people look at. Okay. It's kind of like, you kind of got to scroll to like see it and it's like people probably don't I wouldn't say that's like something where people are like oh yeah he wants this but I'm sure people lie too <laughs> yeah 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 that's kind of like the point that I'm you're not gonna put to like make. Book up you know like right no True. one's gonna yeah but it's like if you are you know wanting something that is a little bit more um serious and a little bit more genuine I don't know I just feel like it might be a good idea to like join a new gym oh yeah it's not on the apps like like it's more like why aren't we trying to seek more of that like IRL connection you gotta go out and do shit for sure I think right yeah but that's like it's become so um like not second nature to us oh yeah it's hard like and then you know like not everyone's single and like looking or people are in different stages of being single and like it's it's tough I mean like I'm a single person so that's the lens that I'm coming from um but I've just taken taken the pressure off of it right now you know I'm like I'm not that it's exhausting it's exhausting when you're like I'm going to go join a gym because I did this to your point. Like I'm going to go join a gym in hopes I meet someone Mm -hmm. like that is exhausting to operate in that space because then you're just hoping you find stuff. Yeah. Um, I have no doubt like I'll find someone, you know, that's not like a thing that I'm going to worry about. So I'm just like, yeah, I'm just kind of live my life and go do things I want to do and it'll happen how it happens. But Mm -hmm. it's definitely not easy to just go like meet and find new people. I I will say that. Yeah, yeah, it's it's not. And that reminds me a lot of like when I was <clears> first <throat> a sober person and I was like first seeking out sober connection in like a friendship way and how genuinely bizarre that felt at first. Yeah. But but now it's like if someone at told me like I need to go to the sober event completely alone this weekend and like go and have a good time. I know for a fact I would have oh, a yeah. good time. Like, I, I think that that is like, so that is second nature to me now. And it's nice that the sober community, you have that instant bond. Like, that is a great thing. That's true. Yeah, that is different. I mean, I'm not saying we shouldn't do that to other things, but it there is, if you are someone that's been considering going to an event, you should know that like, as soon as you meet someone, you have that core. You value. have at least that baseline thing to talk about yep. to open up the door into other things that are going on in your life. Very true. Yeah. That's a, yeah, that's a good point. But I don't know, like even to what you're just your saying, point like, stands, though. like, yeah, it's like kind of like practice makes perfect. Like, even if you aren't going into like 
every situation at the grocery store, every situation when you go to the gym, like you're going to meet your person. Of course, that's probably not the most healthy way to be living about your life, but just like getting into the habit of like opening yourself up during those situations and not being so closed off and not just thinking like, I only have to meet somebody at the bar. I only have to meet somebody on hinge. It's like, no, there's a literally thousands of other ways of meeting people. Um, kind of like shift, try shifting your, your perspective on that and try, try being a little bit more optimistic when it comes to certain in-person in real life situations, no matter how uncomfortable they may seem like things are only uncomfortable until they're not. And then it's like, also the more comfortable you are in those types of situations, probably the more confident you're going to be coming off. Yeah. Like if you're going into these, you know, going to a new gym for the first time, you're not the most. You're, you're, you're looking around. You're looking around. You're, you're thinking around. people are looking at you yeah, and yeah. that's going to be me at my, I, Miami I've gym. never, I've never stretched more than when I go to a gym for the first time. I'm the stretching king. When I go to a gym for the first time, I'm like, I'm like upper body legs back. <laughs> I'm moving legs. Yeah. Ankles, wrists, even. I'm loose. I'm loose. Everything needs to be stretched. Yeah. <laughs> Once I get to know people, I never stretch again. But <laughs> right, right, exactly. But for the but time no, being, in the and beginning. like I think you said it right when you were like, just go meet people. Like, because like it, it really is detaching from the idea of like, oh, I gotta go meet my person or whatever. It's like just go meet people, make friends. Friends have friends. Friends are going to be like, oh my God, you would love like, you know, that can happen that way. So we also don't have to put the pressure of, I got to go find my queen tonight. Like, Right, right. Yeah. It's just like opening up these little like doors of opportunity. Mm-hmm. And if you do, if what you're looking for is something that's a little bit like deeper than just that, like hookup culture, like yeah. I know it feels like that's all that's out there, but I think that's what's on our phones. That's why it feels like that's all that's out there because our phone is a lot of our reality. And so stepping out of that and like, yeah, maybe just like seeking friendships elsewhere, that might actually be getting you a lot closer to your forever person than any dating app and any instant gratification you're getting from like a match. Do you know what I'm saying? I agree. I agree. The real world and the phone are two different places. Like they are. Your phone can convince you, convince you that like people don't like each other. And then you just go out on the street and you're like, oh, like people like each other, you know? <laughs> like our phones tell us like all these narratives that, yeah, they exist in real life, but like such small percentage, you know what I mean? Right. Whatever mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. Whatever it like, like far left, far right, like. The most loud people are such small percentages. It's like, yeah. I, I saw this interview of like, I don't have an opinion on Doja Cat either way. So like, don't come for me. But I just saw this interview of hers. It was like YouTube was like auto playing things after I listened to something. And she made a comment of like, she's like, people are nasty to me, but they really actually aren't because they're only nasty to me online. When I'm walking down the street, none of this shit is happening. So it's like, it's only as impactful as like I give it its power to be. And if I take away that power, 
Um, and I just like step out and like touch grass and, you know, feel the breeze. It's like, people actually aren't that, um, aggressive. Well, maybe if you catch me on a bad day, but for the most part, Uh, people are nice. (laughs) Yeah. And if they are, then it's probably like at a bar (laughs) where they're out of their fucking mind, you know? Or it's just like um, getting used to the fact of like, if someone is a dick or if someone is rude or if someone is awkward, it's like getting into the habit of being like, wow, that situation has nothing to do with me. That person is so living true. their own. It's so fucking true. Like the, our phones are not the real world. They're just not. They're just not. Whether it's dating, whether it's like politics. Well, I mean, I guess politics is just, well, what, you know what I'm saying? Like if you talk to a hundred people on the street, they're all like, pretty logical (laughs) well it's just like also people's like intentions I would say for the most part are good and like me going out like into the world and like meeting some like very different people it's crazy how actually like similar a lot of us are and if you actually just sit down and like talk with them and one of the things I love about Oh, we're running out of time here, but I'll be quick. Um, one of the things I love about when I'm when I'm over there is like my phone doesn't work. And so yeah. I don't really have the option of like scrolling on Instagram because my internet doesn't work. So it's like I kind of just have to sit there patiently. And if there is a topic of conversation where it's like I do have something to contribute, yeah, mm-hmm. even though it's me kind of like mentally pushing myself off of <laughs> off of a hill, um, I do it. And I just, I try and it's like, that is such a small thing, but I think the habit in general, which we talked about this a few episodes ago, like the habit in general is the important part there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Um, What's old Papa Bear think of you not having signal while you're over there? He's not very happy about that. Um, (laughs) When I, um, so as you guys, I think I mentioned this like briefly, but like the plan is like, I will eventually spend three months there and see if it's going to be more of like a, that'll be like a semi-permanent thing. And then we'll see if it's going to actually be a permanent thing. And dad does want internet (laughs) connection at that, at that time. (laughs) So I'm going to make that, I'm going to make that happen. Um, yeah. So you met him halfway. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Say, if I go for more than a week I will I will get internet <laughs> I will I get that does not sleep when you're... I know I know <laughs> I feel bad it's just because he cares I know yeah mm-hmm. he, he cares and that's what you're supposed to do is drive him crazy that's the exactly whole... that's my job right yeah, that's your job <laughs> all right we're some minute just so everyone knows by the way we have a counter that says like when our time is up on zoom that's why we're always but it doesn't tell us down to the second it only says when there's less than a minute so then we are both like talking really fast (laughs) and we're like oh god it'll be at like 52 seconds and we're like (laughs) we gotta go we gotta wrap it up yeah once it hits the less than a minute then we're we we shut down we shut down Mm -hmm. yeah that's where we are now so we will talk to you next week everybody have an amazing week and peace Bye.